0: we talk about social media, it's like a smoke screen. Don't believe everything you see. People will come on social media and ask and tell you quit your day job and you can do this and you can do that. You no, know, Everybody's journey is very different. Everybody's process is very different. Everybody's pockets and lives are very different. So people that come and say, oh my gosh, I made a hundred grand and I don't know how long by, they don't give you the footprint. They don't tell you everything. There's things left out.
1: I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling. But I keep my head off the ground. I see the wall before me. I know what change is coming. I hear the world is falling. So I keep my head off the ground. We breaking through everything. We breaking through everything. Hello, and welcome to The Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics, such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. Today we have an amazing guest. She is Malaika Lubega. Amazing, amazing guests. We're going to have a nice conversation. I can't wait for us to get into it. Please, Malaika, introduce yourself. Hey
0: guys, my name is Malaika Lubega. I am the owner of Who's a Home Harmony, an organizing company based in the Washington, D.C. area. We service the whole of the DMV, but we travel. So if you want to call
1: us into your homes
0: and you live out of state, we're happy to come.
1: You can call her. She said so, so do yes. call her. <laughs> we travel, we
0: travel. We're very happy to travel and come to you, so...
1: How did this start? How did Who's at Home Harmony start?
0: Well, how did we start? So this is actually my second year full-time. Are you kidding? Yes. So my past life, and I'll say that when my past life was in healthcare, since I've been in admin, I've been bedside. So for about, let's see, almost 15 years, And so when I started organizing, it's always been before, it was always kind of like one of those things, like you'll hear people say, I've always loved doing this. It's been, so I always loved organizing. I've always been tidy. I've always been one of those strange people that loves to clean. So my therapy (laughs) is cleaning and organizing, right? Oh,
1: wow. And
0: so, yeah. And so I would do it for my friends, my relatives, and then it kind of became one of those things like, hmm. Why don't I see if I can tap into this? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so one day I had a neighbor post, and this was about almost four years ago, I had a neighbor, not a very close neighbor, but kind of like in the same housing community, Mm -hmm. we had a neighborhood listserv, it's called next door. And Mm -hmm. she posted asking if there was anybody who was interested in coming to our house to help her get organized, Mm -hmm. because she was having family come for Thanksgiving, I believe at that time, Thanksgiving, but she put out a disclaimer, she said, but not a professional organizer, they're expensive. And so so my hubby looked at it and she's like, oh, look, there's right up your alley. Go from the <laughs> door. I said, I am not knocking on anybody's door. I'm not, no, because it was strange. Like, how do I just go knocking on somebody's door? Right. Say, but I did it. Mm-hmm. And so it was from like 2 p.m. till like 6 p.m. And it was like a basement, just mm-hmm. getting it organized, decluttering, getting mm-hmm. it ready for her guests. Mm-hmm. And she paid me $400. Wow. When I went home I googled professional organizer, right? <laughs> and the rest is history. I was like, what? You can do this for money? Right. <laughs> you know, you wow. Can do this for money people get paid for this and slowly that kind of got me going and I looked into it, I started it, I joined some organizations mm-hmm. and here we are. And at that time, I was working at Sibley Hospital. And so I decided during COVID, Mm -hmm. everybody was home, everybody was in their spaces and tired of seeing all the clutter and wanting to reclaim their spaces. And so and I do also interior decorating. So it was a combination of getting those phone calls from clients. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, here we are, like it has become my full time job now.
1: Oh wow. Yes. Oh, wow. It's a
0: blessing. It's been a blessing. It's been a journey and Before, like we talked about earlier, stepping out on faith, like everybody else, when you are going into the unknown and you don't know how things will work out, I was like, give up my full-time job. But I was happy to give up night shift (laughs) because slowly when I went full-time and I got my first, I'll say my first check Mm -hmm. when I went full-time, I realized it was, I think it was a one-day project that paid me more than what I was bringing home every two weeks.
1: Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh my God.
0: Yes. So here we are.
1: (laughs) Wow. This is an amazing story. So you started (laughs) literally four years ago organizing to get, I mean, getting paid for organizing.
0: Yes. And it was four years ago, it was kind of like a side gig, right? right like a right. side gig thing yeah. while having a full-time job. Yeah. And then when my son went to college two years ago, so mm-hmm. I have two boys, mm-hmm. a six-year-old and a 19-year-old. So when my 19-year-old went to college, college tuition is something else. <laughs> so I was like, well, let's see what we can do about this side gig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is no light there.
0: <laughs> there is no, honey, you try to make all the coins count. So yeah. it, it's honestly, it's been a blessing that it came at exactly the right time stepping out on faith and it came at the right time. I was scared. I was scared to give up my full-time job, full-time benefits, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for this, but there's no regrets. Absolutely no regrets here. Yeah. Were mm-hmm. you
1: scared going full-time? Oh, absolutely.
0: First of all, I was like, part of what the things through this journey, and I say this through entrepreneurship and this Mm -hmm. journey, I'm learning a lot as I go, right, as I go through this. And one of the things that I learned very quickly is, yes, when I was getting those phone calls and the emails and my inbox was blowing up, Mm -hmm. it was great, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then things slow down, like most, bu- well, not most businesses, I want to say home-based services, mm-hmm. there's times, there's those times where things slow down a little bit during uh-huh. the holidays or whatever. So there was a period of time where things got a little quiet and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I thought this was going to be rolling in the dough every single day, yeah. but yeah. But you learn how to make, how to, you realize quickly that there'll be seasons where it's plentiful and then Mm -hmm. there'll be slow seasons. So you Mm -hmm. just kind of plan for it. And I know my seasons now, right? I know during the winter time, like everything else, things slow down, right? And then in the summer, the warm weather, spring, people are getting their homes together. That's when things start like, yeah, Mm -hmm. but absolutely scared but I am very thankful that I'm here today mm-hmm. and pushing through every single day doing the best that we can and I keep saying it's a blessing but it's very rewarding right yeah. at the end of the day when we help the clients transform their homes and everything it's very rewarding to mm-hmm. see that and then the little fear or the imposter syndrome that we have
1: quickly goes out goes, the window yeah like, oh my god I can't yes. wait to do the yes. next
0: client I can't wait to help the next person yeah yeah
1: yeah. When you were afraid going into it, how did you navigate through that fear? Did you like fight it or just be like, even though I'm afraid, I'm gonna do it anyway?
0: I was having management meetings with myself. I say that and it's funny when you hear people talking about it. Oh, I was having a staff <laughs> meeting with myself. <laughs> no, but honestly, it was just pushing through fear. hmm Definitely talking to my partner, my hubby, like he was like, why are you scared? You did this, you did that. You could continue to do it. And this, again, all the projects are very different. Yeah. The first time I traveled for a project, I was a nervous wreck. And I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm good at it. And I Mm -hmm. know that I was just going to a different state to go organize. But the anxiety and it's just the, the fear. It's like that little voice inside your head, right? Yeah. That always tells you, well, but you learn very quickly to shut it out, mm-hmm. say a prayer and just what you're doing. And mm-hmm. you just push through.
1: Yeah, that is the thing that I mean, sometimes what you are doing, you had the idea you've been working. Mm-hmm. That's why they say if you you have a full time job and you have a side gig, wait right. until that side gig is making as much as possible for you to put away your side gig and so when you put that away you already know that you are good at this but there's a different kind of fear that comes because now it's like okay i'm out of my comfort zone i'm doing something that i like it's still like my comfort zone i can do it but it's like a different kind of zone that i'm afraid to even in that fear or in that doing that thing there's that fear but you have to carry it along and go and you realize that I can do this. It's just so weird. Like you said earlier, that imposter syndrome thing, it just comes on us and we're like, "Mm, I can't do this. And you have to just push through. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The other point that I was going to make is when you're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. One of the other things, when those little voices start kind of crowding your judgment and making, trying to cloud your judgment and make Mm -hmm. you doubt yourself, Mm -hmm. the fear of failure will Mm -hmm. push you through. Right. Yeah. Cause you're like, I started this thing. I have to see it through. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what it is. And I'm telling you, human nature is amazing. Right because that you're good at it. But you're like, why be scared? Why be this? But because you don't want to fail, you're like, I'm not going to fail. So that in itself is like that little fire that is lit and pushes Mm -hmm. you because you don't want to fail. You at the end of the day, you have to prove even not to anybody else, but yourself that you are cut out for this. Right. And one of the other things, some of the things that before used to kind of cloud my judgment, I was like this, it's an over-saturated market now. Right. And a lot of people say, oh, that so-and-so is doing it. This Mm -hmm. one is doing it. Mm
1: -hmm. Why
0: should I do this? But Mm -hmm. you can never be like the next person. Yeah. You are you, you're unique, you're authentic in your own way. So everybody has their own gift. Everybody has special something that they bring to the table. Yeah. So when I've had those types of thoughts in my head, I'm like, it doesn't matter how many times I do this or how many times I show up or how many times Mm -hmm. I post or how many times I do this. My thing is my thing. But I mean, there's
1: enough for everybody else there there's like yeah so you just push through what came into my mind right now Mm -hmm. as you spoke it's like when you desire or decide to step out on faith and do that thing that you want to do I feel like God puts a desire in other people's heart to now desire to want to have their homes organized, or if it's music that you're going in. Some people just have that desire to listen to this kind of music, or if right movies. Some people it's like a new desire because yes, market is saturated, but mm-hmm. those I feel like some of those people will never have knowledge of this thing or because it's so you do it now that desire is to see how you're doing it and i want to do this for myself i want to do this in my home too can i call my to come and do this for me and that is like that desire is breathing other people so even as yes the market is saturated but then there are people that there's an untapped market there's a market that have no idea what home harmony is like how to organize your home and so as they see you they are like, oh, so this is there. And then they probably start researching on other things and other people as well. But you are the one that drew them to that thing. And so even for my podcast, I'm like, yes, it's saturated. But then it's like, there are people listening. Why are they listening? It's because maybe there's something here that they love. Maybe they are listening to other people's stories is encouraging them like, they're not going to listen to our podcast, I don't know,
0: but they Absolutely. are drawn to this podcast.
1: And that's like, that's what I appreciate God for that. It may not be a lot of people as much as you would want it to be, but the few that are listening, I am so grateful for them listening to the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
0: there's always that. And I love that. Like you're thinking, cause sometimes I've wanted to, and this is one of the things that you and I had talked about the fear of showing up right on social media or this, yeah. like when we talked before, like this is my second podcast because I've been afraid to do podcasts before. Mm-hmm. And, for, and, and I keep asking myself why you're talking, but yeah. you know I mean, yeah. it's one of those things like the unknown. Right. Yeah. And that's why. So, and I love that. It's like one of the reasons I said right now, like, Oh my gosh, now I'll start doing them. <laughs> (laughs) Because I got very comfortable with the first because you're talking to somebody you're sharing your story and there's someone out there listening it doesn't matter if it's three people five people, Mm -hmm. just like I say I'm past the point of caring about how many followers I have on social media right yeah. Because I'm still busy. And I say that in that I still get business. I still get work. I still have clients reach out to me. So mm-hmm. there was a time in my life when I was like, oh my gosh, I have very few followers. I have this, I have. And then my husband's like, but you are working, right? Like, why are you worried about what is going on on social yeah. media? Because yeah. It's important to grow on social media and get to 10,000 and have all these numbers. He's like, you're still booked, right? You're still getting paid. You're right, right. It's that someone is watching, right? Yes. When I've had, and I'll give this as a testimony. And I say it that way, when I was at less than, I believe even 3,000 followers at that time, I had the editor of Martha Stewart, write To me to ask me to contribute to, mm-hmm. you know, to some articles. Mm-hmm. And to date, I think I have five articles with Martha Stewart. Yeah. And the first thought that came to me was like, oh my gosh, why me? I have yeah. less than Right. And in that moment, like, why not me? It didn't, somebody was watching me. It didn't matter to them how many followers I have. Right. It didn't matter to them how many followers I had, for them to invite me over and over and over Mm -hmm. and all the other people, the clients who have reached out to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's incredible how fear and self doubt and all these things that we put in our heads, mm-hmm. but then there's the other part of you, like you start saying, Oh, but so-and-so reached out to you, but you mm-hmm. did this. You, you've to date, you've done, I don't know how many clients I can't count.
1: Yeah.
0: So those things kind of push you when, when you go there in your head and you're mm-hmm. kind of, and like we all get in these foggy moments in our lives in our heads, but you remember your why I always remember why yeah. i been into this. Right. Yeah. Because I love what I do. I love helping people. Mm -hmm. And even just creating a legacy for my kids, creating a legacy. Yeah. And telling myself, like, I wasn't career wise. Yes, I was working, living paycheck to paycheck. I love Mm -hmm. what I do. I love the people that I work with and everything. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, that was not it.
1: Yeah, yeah, truly. I was mm-hmm. going to say one of our because I believe it was last year, January, barbecue of the mm-hmm. month of January, she said that she didn't really have to mind the followers though. She had a, a lot of following, but at the end of the day, you don't want to have a lot of following and then you don't have money coming into your business. Yep. Like it right. doesn't make sense. So it has to match. So yeah. you are saying it doesn't matter the followers. As long as you're making your money, you're getting exactly. booked. And it's not like, we're not saying making money off of people. I mean, right, right. making money because this is your business. It's what you love. It's bringing income and support. Like you said, building a legacy for your family. We're not saying don't follow. Please follow. Right. <laughs> please follow. Please follow us. Please follow as we all learn and grow from each other. Right. But we are saying that you don't want to have. 10,000 followers, you have a product you're selling and then you're not even making even up to, you're not even making, getting your profit out of what you're selling. You're not making anything out of it. So it doesn't make sense. So it's like, focus on your business, learn how to grow your business. You can get market from other people and grow your business. But if we start focusing on, Oh, I don't have a lot of followers, then you miss the point. You miss the reason why you're out there. Even if it's 10 people that are following and they're being impacted by the work you're doing, it is so important. And, I was gonna. Well, that's one of my questions. I was gonna ask, like, how did you even get into Martha Stewart?
0: So I had the pod, the previous podcast that I was a guest on. Mm-hmm. They asked me, they asked me a question. So do you have? I forget what they call it in the industry. Like, do you have people that scout for you? Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, do they find you magazine? You know, for you to be a contributor to? And I said mm-hmm. no. And this is where I'm saying as a testimony, somebody is watching, right? Yeah. Somebody's watching. Somebody's following. You don't know who, right? Yeah, I've had clients reach out to me. And when I went to their homes, I was like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? You're like some (laughs) folks in DC, like some of those like important people, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you're like, oh, and then you're like, someone is watching someone they said somebody referred you somebody did this so the Martha Stewart articles that I wrote it was because somebody was watching me Redfin apartment therapy all of this someone is watching me and that's where the blessing the little the things that I'm very grateful for so that helped me not kind of listen to those voices sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm Going through a phase of self doubt, or I remember my why, and then I remember the families that I'm helping, and then I mm-hmm. always remember somebody else out there is watching. You just never know what seat will be invited to. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Somebody's yeah. really watching because I was chatting with a family friend of mine that mm-hmm. I hadn't chatted in a long time, and mm-hmm. he was like, "I just met their family last week for the first time since mm-hmm. I moved to US," and so we had called him and we'd missed the call. Then he sent me a message that, oh, he was sorry that he was at a, an event. And then he was talking about my podcast. I was like, you listen to my podcast? He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do. I was like, wow. Like I, like, I don't even know who's listening. But when I hear certain people are listening, I'm like, wow, people are listening to the podcast. You never know who it is. And I was like, right. I'm so grateful to God because sometimes you're like, who is listening? Even though, yes, you have all of these. Yeah, videos. You go on, I go on Podbean sometimes. Like I had to stop checking how many people are listening to a, an episode all the time. I had to stop right. myself. once in a while when I have to review the podcast, the podcast episode that are coming out and I'll go and see like how many people listen to a certain episode. But I had to stop myself because then it was like blocking my mind, stopping me from being creative, stopping me from doing the thing that right. I wanted to do. Because sometimes you look at the numbers and you're like, really, <laughs> really? Right. But then again, right. later I had to realize that like, everybody is so important like no matter how small it is I'm so Mm -hmm. appreciative of all the people that are listening sometimes up to 70 I'm getting people listening on the podcast and when I look at the countries of people that are different countries I'm like where and that's the power of social media like I'm seeing Nepal I'm obviously I know a few people in Turkey but even the people in Turkey is like I'm seeing like more than 10 I'm like 10 hundred people from this Absolutely. particular country. Like, who is there? I don't know anyone from some of these countries, but it's the power of social media and people sharing. You mm-hmm. never know who is being impacted by it. So like, I'm so, so grateful. So yeah. did you face any challenges building is- HUSA from Yes.
0: So, I mean, I feel like there's, I'll say it this way. Entrepreneurship is tough.
1: It is. Have I
0: had my moments of saying, oh my goodness. What was I thinking, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yes, I have. And I can't in this moment, I can't even think and it's like little things, there's big things, Mm -hmm. there's things to do. Sometimes it's all kinds of different things, like where you'll do a lot of consultations and go visit clients. Mm -hmm. And there's the back and forth. And you're thinking, okay, this is going somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is going to, you know, they're going to sign a contract. And then last minute, they tell you, Oh, yeah, well, we've decided we're not ready right now. And you're like, You could have told me that before all the, me coming to your home twice. So there's always something, but I've come to learn that that's all part of the process, right? There'll be good times. There'll be those times in between, there'll be whatever else in between, but it's just all, it's like everything else out there. There's Mm -hmm. seasons for everything. So you just roll with the punches.
1: Yeah. Can't you Mm -hmm. do this form or thing that once a client starts to a certain process, Mm -hmm. They have to, if you cancel after a certain process, you have to pay 10% off something like, so it'll just stop people from just quitting on you. You're right. Like,
0: and then I'll give an example. Like right now, I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, we know like how gas is expensive. Like I've always done Mm -hmm. free consultations, right? Mm -hmm. I drive to people's homes. I've driven two hours, one way to go to somebody's house, right? And then it got to a point where I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, "Mm -hmm, gas is expensive. These free consultations (laughs) for people that are not signing contracts a back and forth. And you learn, again, these are the things that I'm saying, as you grow, and as you continue to go through this entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. journey, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get to learn, right? You get to learn where or what draw the line,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Where do I I'll have I've had clients and I'll give this I've had clients where I literally gave like the blueprint, meaning like they asked me, oh, okay, so how do you do this? Like I used to be able to provide product recommendations. Mm -hmm. Like I would go into like pick the products for you and say this. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, a little while ago where I was like, there'll be so what kind of products would you use in this space? And here I go just. Serving it all now. Why would they hire me? I just gave them the and way so it, it showed to them everything. Like, yeah, because in that moment, I'm thinking I was, I mean, honestly, I was being my authentic self, right? Yeah. Clients reach yeah. out to me, we're talking, we're going back and forth, and I'm honest in my approach and what I recommend. And mm-hmm. this, and I have always said this clients who pay a certain amount of money that for, mm-hmm. for products, and this clients who they can afford those types of products or those mm. types of stores
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: they'll ask me so if i can do that where do you think i can where would we get it where could and so here i go oh you could get it here amazon what kind of product fits into this space and then here i go giving it oh like, my god honey, i was just giving you like yeah, Joyce. Here, oh, wow. here 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 and then after that, thank you for your time. But yeah, we're going to do it ourselves. <laughs> so I'm learning. Yeah. Like, there's places where I will drive for free and there's places absolutely not. At least a small consultation fee. I no longer give out free
1: information. I mm-hmm. no longer just learn. You learn and yeah. You it. yeah, it's a process. This thing about entrepreneurship, it's like you never know until you, when someone is saying it out, you never get to understand. But exactly. once you get into it, you're like you need therapy. You need to rest. (laughs) You're learning a lot of things. It's like you learn as you grow and you make mistakes, but it's the mistakes that makes you better. So exactly. You
0: grow. I like to say you grow through what you go through. You know what I mean? And the one thing that I've learned, just like we talk about social media, mm-hmm. it's like a smoke screen. Don't believe everything you see. People will come on social media and ask and tell you, quit your day job and you can do this and you can do that. You no, know, Everybody's journey is very different. Everybody's yes, process true. is very so. different. Everybody's mm-hmm. pockets and lives are very mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So people that come and say, oh my gosh, I made a hundred grand and I don't know how long by, they don't give you the footprint. They don't yeah. tell you everything. There's yeah. things that Left out. So don't believe everything you see out there. It's not easy. It's a process. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. Is it doable? Absolutely. But you just have to have a plan before you go into it. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be prepared while you're going through it, that mm-hmm. there'll be hills and valleys, you'll fail, you'll not and I don't want to say fail, but there'll be times where you really doubt, can I do this? Yeah. Right. But then again, you think about your why and you tweak your process as mm-hmm. you go through entrepreneurship, whatever your business is, or whatever mm-hmm. your- product is as you're going through you learn to make adjustments here and there yeah they may work they may not work but the point is you try to do better every single
1: time time. and you come out on
0: the other end you
1: know have anyone come to you and say you like you did some decor or whatever and you and they said you should have done this way and did you ever get that and how did you feel about it
0: I've never gotten that, which is a blessing,
1: right? <laughs> That's good. Which
0: is a blessing. I have, I've actually, no, now that I think about it, yeah.
1: I've
0: I'm, never gotten it.
1: But how asked- would
0: I react to that?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Let's. I'll answer that question, okay. right? which is preparing me for the future here. <laughs> if somebody were to tell me, you did this, I didn't like that. I honestly, to me, like they say, the client is always right, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To an extent, to, yeah. an extent yeah, to an extent, I am extent, yes. very happy to come back and redo whatever mm-hmm. they think mm-hmm. I did not do right. Yeah. And if it's within reason mm-hmm. and I can definitely I can change it and make them happy, I'm happy to do that.
1: Right. The only reason why I ask is that sometimes when you're starting out on anything, you make mistakes and someone would or you, you wouldn't even know you've made a right. mistake right and someone would come and tell you hey you should have done it it could be mm-hmm. like on social media and someone would just like probably send you a message on the side not even on the in the comment section and say hey you should have done it this way or that way and the thing is for you not to feel offended right. by it but to learn from that moment and grow there's something posted out on social media and it was not all that great sometimes i have <laughs> to pull it down sometimes i just be like but oh, let it just stay there it's my mistake. At least." In the years later, I can go back and say, hey, can you see this? This was so wrong, but I just left it there because I wanted to come back and say I've done better. So whenever someone comes and says something that might look okay, that is a constructive criticism. You should take it and not feel offended and then go through or grow through what you go through. What you (laughs) go through. Yes,
0: absolutely. Everything is a learning. It's a learning moment. I just feel like, Life humbles us every time, right? When you least expect it, there's a lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I posted recently how I got my little one a new bed because almost seven, and he comes out of his room every single night to sleep with us. And I was like, This has got to stop, right? Like, every single night, I was like, No, sir, you got to stay in your bed. And every night, we're doing this little walk in the hallway. He comes, (laughs) we take him back. He comes. I was like, I'm tired. And so, he wanted one, he wanted a car bed. I'm like, Ah, you're too old for a car bed, right? Mm And he wanted a bunk bed. I was mm-hmm. like, here goes me. I within reason, right? Compromise. I was like, who'll be making this bunk bed? Like struggling to make the careful bunk beds, right? Because yes. I, I see it, it's a pain, right? Yeah. Clients yeah. Yeah. who have them, they complain about them. So we got him what's called a low loft bed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like a like a step down from a bunk a, bed. Mm-hmm. just a high bed.
1: Yeah. Is it the one yeah. that, ha- yeah. that you can put like a table underneath?
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. His has like a little hiding spot down there. Okay. And so again, we that was my compromise. All right, you wanted this, but we're gonna go with this. And I was so excited. Oh my goodness, he's about to sleep in this room forever and ever. <laughs> the first night here goes same routine. I'm like, and first of all, the energy that it takes in the middle of the night to climb down those little steps to go, <laughs> right? And he came at was like what wait, what do you mean? I bought you a bed for this reason, right? Here goes my city year old humbling me he said mom things take time I need time I need time wow. to get used to it he said I'm not used to it and any other time I mean I was quite frustrated did he just say that to me but he's right yeah, right yeah. I was expecting overnight like anything yeah. new that we try you expected just to like that yeah no this child of mine said give me time with this transition, <laughs> right? Give me time. I time to get used to sleeping in my own bed. So I was humbled by a six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. And you've yeah. been talking about lessons. What mm-hmm. are the lessons you're learning?
0: The lessons that I'm learning, one, I am learning to just be okay with things that might not work out. I do not beat myself up about what should have, could have, would have been. Yeah. And then I just try, the other thing that I'm learning to let go of is Like I'm learning to let go of certain tasks, right? Part of when I say part of entrepreneurship or sometimes I'll use the word solopreneurship, you're doing everything yourself. Like in my case, I'm the project manager. I talk to the clients, I visit the clients, I do the shopping, I'm the shopper. Then Mm -hmm. I'm the one at the project, even though I have help now, right? I've hired people, but mainly I do all this like by myself. I Mm -hmm. do the consultation, I go shopping, I'm at the project. Right, Mm -hmm. then I have to take pictures and videos. Then I have to come back and be an editor, right? And then I have to edit the pictures, and then I have to be a content producer. So I have to put out content. Wow, (laughs) I'm putting out on Instagram. I'm putting out on what is it? TikTok. Now I have a TikTok. I don't do dances, but I'm on TikTok and Pinterest because you gotta put yourself out there.
1: Oh, there, yeah. There's
0: the blog, and then there's the newsletter. You Mm -hmm. have to write a blog. Mm After at the end of the day, you're just like, I'm done. I'm tired. Yeah. And then the worst part is when you go through all this trouble and then your content doesn't do well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. Or you're yeah.
0: like, the pressure of, oh, I got to put out a content. I got to put out yeah. today. I didn't post yesterday or whatever. It's been two yeah. days in whatever.
1: Yeah. And
0: then yeah. I got to a point where I hired a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. right because I had to let go of some of these things because I was drowning in these things and yet there's people out there who actually do this for a living you pay somebody to help kind of help you manage some of your systems I'm learning to let go
1: yeah
0: I was gonna say I'm still a little antsy about stuff I'll double check and I'll go through but it's okay sometimes it's okay to just put it out in the universe and walk away
1: one of my friends had said last year like you need to get someone to help you. I am still working. I've not done Biobankers point kind a of full time yet, mm-hmm. hopefully soon. But he was like, you need to get help. Like, you can't do this all. It's like, he already saw the future for me. Right. He <laughs> was like, you need right. to get help. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. I can do this. Listen, when, right. in April, I was so busy at work. I was so, so busy. There was I didn't really post much on my social media. I was so tired torn apart i had to do this and come back to firebreakers corner like i was so and i was working on deadlines at work as well wow. and i was like yes i do need that help i had to you call them up that. and i was like who other people do i need on this I, like i figured out two people i needed a third person to just help me out right. and right the first month when they came on board i was like yeah i'm so free it was <laughs> such a relief right it was it such a, a relief
0: Because you've learned one of the things that I've learned through this process, right? I like to say, for example, one of my taglines is mess is my ministry or our ministry. But I also like to say, that's not my ministry. Like I am not good at that. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like
0: part of the other things of like entrepreneurship, there's the admin things, there's Mm -hmm. the things people don't see. There's all this stuff that goes on behind the the contracts, the proposals, this, 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 there's all this business stuff that Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. I'm not a math person. My hubby is. So while sometimes I'm not even going to bother with it, it will take me forever to get done with this or to put this together (laughs) and do that. So those are the things that you let go of because someone else is better at doing it. They're faster at doing it. I'm good at what I do, whatever that is. I'm good at those things and I'm quick through, I know what I'm good at. So now that's when you're going through these life journeys, you get to learn things that are not, it would be better to have someone Someone else else take care of like the process, the system, because- That's And there's people out there for that reason. And finally, the
1: little things are the ones that take the most time. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Even just posting on social media, you find yourself spending one hour. On on a caption. Yes. Just trying to post. I'm like, why is this taking so long? Or even trying (laughs) to get the perfect graphic from Canva or so. Yes. But you know
0: what it is, Joyce? We overthink it. That's what it is. We overthinking, And you've seen people p- put stuff out there like, stop overthinking it. Just post, right? Yeah, yeah. And it really is true. I'm not saying post like stuff that's not good, mm-hmm. but I used to be that way. And sometimes I am like, it, I would take forever just thinking of the perfect caption, right? And those would end up being very long captions. <laughs> Nobody wants to sit there and read that. Like nobody's reading all of that. Just put out, oh, today we organized the pantry. This is what it looked like before. This is the app. After, bam, done. You've checked off a box for the day. You've put out content. We don't need you a know? whole
1: auxiliary on. No,
0: we don't need like, we write a whole thesis when we're writing these captions. You the grammar, you're checking this. <laughs> no, this, no. We just make life <laughs> difficult sometimes. I'm and telling it you, have it's to
1: crazy. Be, so. <laughs> crazy. One of the questions I do ask on Bride Connor is, what do you know now that you wish you had known when you are younger?
0: Wow, that I didn't know
1: Yeah, something that you wish you had known. If you had known it earlier, it would have probably Mm -hmm. helped you in your life. I'll
0: put it this way. You and I come from a different culture. A different background. One of the things I was brought up in, I grew up in Uganda, very different lifestyle. I grew up in boarding school. And while we're growing up back home, you're taught that life is a one-way street, right? Like you have to get a degree, you have to be married at this point. You have to have kids. You have to like everything is like bam, 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 like Mm -hmm. in a straight line. Mm -hmm. In my later years. In my today life, and I see this with my kids and I see it, especially my oldest son who's in college, I do not force him to do things he doesn't want to do. Even as an, I say this, as an African parent, I am not the kind of parent who will tell you, you have to be a lawyer. That is the only way in life. I've learned a lot that in today's like in this world today, creativity goes a long way. There's so many people out there with so much passion, hidden talents mm-hmm. that they're just sleeping on because life is telling them, Oh my goodness, if you are not an engineer, mm-hmm. if you're not like when I first came to America, like and I'll say this if it's okay, I feel like all the Africans were doing nursing.
1: We <laughs> started on that. <laughs> they were like, You have to do nursing. And I was like, No, nope. there was
0: nothing else for me to do. Do it was like, all right, you're gonna have to go into nursing because that is the only way to pay bills around here. That is and it's yeah. sad because I'll have friends back home, right? I have people back home that are like, oh, so nursing school, this and I want to tell them you people, that's not the only thing. I mean, look at me, I'm doing organ. There is, I did not go to school for it. There's no there's things to do in this as an organizer. You can take yeah. certificate courses, you can yeah. do this, but sometimes it's what's inside of you, right? Yeah. Like, are you, what is your passion? Like, I love doing, you've seen, like, I love to do designs, like hand paint stuff. And that's, Mm -hmm. I absolutely love, people get paid to do this. Yeah. So I would tell my younger self to just lean in on my passion, block out all the voices, and then just really go with my gut feeling, go be smart about it, be patient through the process. And just go after what, like, my what I'll say this what sets my heart, your soul on fire.
1: Yeah. Because
0: it that would be the thing that really will push you forward that's yeah. the one thing when I tell my son I tell my son whatever it is that you do, don't do just do it halfway if your passion is this if your heart and your gut feeling is telling you this right and I always tell him that you make mistakes he's 19 I mm. made mistakes but at the end of the day you learn through those mistakes but if your heart is telling you this is it this is what it is yeah. I never pushed him to go into business I never pushed him into go into this you just you just got to listen to that know voice inside
1: yeah one of our podcasts that i just had last week i guess we were talking about how back in the day there was this and maybe even few even now maybe just a few africans have this limited mindset about it's either you have have to be a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant. Like it's just a limited mindset. There's so much more to do than just those three categories or even the nursing. And like you said, most of the people when they move here, the first thing that they tell them is nursing because that's what, Everybody is doing to make money, but then I was telling one of my friends, you need to ask them what category of nursing is it, exactly. HHA or CNA or L, uh, is it right. LPN or RN? Because those if you're different categories that you know who is making the money. But if exactly, the person just tells you nursing. Just find out what kind of nurse they Like, let me tell you, you I know? have a lot
0: of I have a lot of nurse friends. That's been like my past life. I have like Pinky and everybody else. I have a lot of nurse friends who they absolutely hate nursing. Yeah, it pays the bills, right? right. Yeah. It, and I'm not saying they just don't it was a thing that they needed to do, to do at they a went time to school for and that's yeah. what they're doing
1: yeah but
0: they're like oh my god I wish I could do something, something else. else yeah I wish I could go after my passion I yeah. wish I could do this that my heart wants to do but it's yeah. that fear that fear of stepping out on faith let's mm-hmm. say for example Joyce like if your podcast is the one that is paying the bills, did you think a podcast in, was in your future?
1: <laughs> I Absolutely did not. Absolutely right? No. Like
0: that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. you don't think of it like literally like what I do pays the bills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I never knew that I could get paid from doing this, mm-hmm. but it's putting my son through college and that yeah. in itself says a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and Like you said, lean into your passion and go for it. When, and for people that are, looking at moving abroad nursing is not the only thing yes that's probably we're not saying don't do nursing right. i mean we appreciate all the nurses for what they do one of my sisters is into nursing i'm not gonna say you're a nurse or what like no right. she loves what she's doing and there's some right. people that do and are not saying don't do nursing but what we are trying to say is maybe you can start it and it's what's going to pay the bills for you quickly but at the end of the day find out where you think you can grow, where you can do better, where it's going to be better and lean into your passion. And it's going to be a fruits. Right. And I'll
0: add this to that. You could do that. Whatever everybody is doing out there career wise that they went to school for, Mm -hmm. there's always someone who they have a certain talent. They have a certain passion, you don't have to let go of your nine to five. Yeah. I just say life is too short not to see what the other thing could be yeah. or is, right? Yeah. I'll give out very quickly before I know the timing. My father was an author, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote books. That's what he did. He wrote mm-hmm. books. He was like, I grew up thinking, oh my goodness, I'm either going to be a lawyer or I'm going to be an author. <laughs> In my later years here today, do you know the one thing that I'm, I want to do because I love reading and I love like words and this, and I've been telling myself, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be about. Yeah. but I'm going to write a book. Yeah, who knows what it will be about? Like, right, it's one of those things. It's something is in there. In there, right? yeah. Try it out and just see. Yeah, it could be a side gig that ends up. You'll try it and you'll be like, oh my god, I wish mm-hmm. I hadn't wasted all these years before because I was afraid to try.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing I'm actually. <sighs> Should I say I'm learning to do like anything that comes to my mind? Obviously, prayerfully think about it because some things cost money. (laughs) Yeah. But if it's something that you desire to do, just go for it. You don't know what's on the other side of it. And as you're talking about book, I was just was I, I think I shared one of the episodes of the podcast. I wrote a book 2018 and it's just two years ago. I decided to want to publish it, but then I've been letting fear hold me back. But now I'm like, okay. I have to do it. I don't care. Like whatever it is, I have to do it. So we don't know what's going to be on the other side of you. Mm-hmm. I will say this on the barrier corner. You don't know what's on the other side of you breaking that yes. barrier. You have to just take that step of faith. So we yeah. have to
0: break these barriers. We, we have, have to. to see what's on the other end. And at yeah. the end of the day, at least we tried. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to someone who feels like, oh, I can't break barrier. This fear is too strong. I know I can't step out on faith." What advice have you got for them?
0: The same words you've used. Break the barrier. Pray about it. Be about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do a little research, right? Mm-hmm. Do a little research. Don't go full on. Yeah. Just very slowly try to do your research, whatever it is that you want to do, and then just do it at the end of like Nike, just do it. Just do it.
1: (laughs) Just Just do do it. it.
0: Because sometimes also the tiptoeing or the taking your baby steps and this, you will talk yourself out of doing (laughs) it.
1: Sometimes yes.
0: it's like throwing yourself in the fire, like, Listen, I'm going to <laughs> sh- close my eyes and just go for it. You just never know, yeah. What that will do, yep. yeah. So uh, that's what I say. I, anybody who wants to go after their dream or pursue their passion, whatever sets their soul on fire, just do it, yeah. Just do it,
1: yeah. It seems like this season of the podcast, I always. Only figure out the title of the podcast at the end of the conversation. And today's episode title is going to be Just Do It
0: just do it yes just step out it. on faith step but we faith. have to also use if you ever have to use you have to go through it you have to grow through what you go through
1: that's another what's it called what am I going to call it again another there's a word for it <laughs> why do we why does this happen another <laughs> quote from Malaya. another quote yes <laughs> grow through what you go through go to, what am I saying grow go, grow, grow through what, what you, you go through, through. we're gonna do that Thank yes. you so much for being on here. I really appreciate your story. It's one of those stories that it encourages you to step out on faith. Like, just do it. Like we said, just do it. Is that passion is in there. We said it on different podcasts. Is that passion, that tugging in your heart? Like, do this, do this. You love doing this. There is not, nothing that, anytime they call you about it, you're like running. You want to go for it. It's like, yes. you don't even think about it. You just want to do it. And so if that's, if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yep. And then you've been sitting down there. You haven't told anyone this idea or anything. And then you see someone else doing it and you're like, but how did they know? I <laughs> how, we've been in this place. I say it all the time. Like you see something
0: out there. It's like, oh my God, I wanted to do that. I yes. had that idea. idea. I don't know if you follow my leak. I was saying. Oh, you-
1: my leak. I think I, yeah. Yeah, she has a podcast,
0: right? Yeah, she has a podcast, but she's one of those very inspiring women, like that's always pushing for us, all of us to go after what we want and our dreams and everything. And sometimes like, don't be afraid to do it. But sometimes I love how she always tells like, you're sitting there and somebody else is doing it what you're thinking what you're trying to do whatever Mm -hmm. because you're sleeping on it someone else is going to be doing it and it's true sometimes we see things here like out there that we were afraid to do like I've been sort of kind of tiptoeing around the idea of writing a book I will share what the book is about just in case people out there hear it right now (laughs) I don't want to tell you so that they can (laughs) go do it right (laughs) right We're not going to share that. But at some point, I will tell you what it is. But I've been like, nobody else has done that. Yeah. And every day I'm reminded, I have not seen that book out there. Yeah. So it's one of those things. We're going to do it.
1: You're gonna do just it. Do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Just do it.
1: That's do it for it. this podcast. <laughs> just do it. Thank you so just much, like, I really appreciate you for coming on. This has been so amazing. Thank I you. I so
0: appreciate much. you having me on. It's been so much fun chatting with you. It's been like two girlfriends just chatting. Right, right. Thank you for your hospitality. And I, absolutely will enjoy coming on in the future. Did you see what I did there? I invited
1: myself. (laughs) Five years down the line, I have this. I know Oprah did it on her Oprah show. Where are they now? I have this on my mind. It's been on my mind after five years. I'm gonna be all other breakers and people that have been on the podcast. I'm like, where are they now? And where are they now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not invited yourself.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'm listen. I am inviting myself. I'm coming. (laughs) Thank you for making me feel so welcome. This has been great chatting with you and getting to even for me to share my story and listening to myself sharing my story. Mm -hmm. I've loved it. It's a good reminder of why I'm here. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Someone is watching. I've been watching. Yes,
0: so. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breaker's Corner Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions and compliments to the BB Corner podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner podcast is produced by The Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Vegardia, West Africa. Thank you.